0: Welcome to Transformational Voices. This podcast series brings you wisdom, learning, and insights from the Association of Transformational Leaders, a heart-based community of those who spend their lives transforming lives, contributing to an enlightened world. I'm your host, Carol Talbot. In this episode, our guest is Antonia Danieck. Now Antonia is a visionary heart, a wisdom weaver, both a spiritual and business mentor, source leadership coach and the founder of Wisdom Wayfinder. As a writer and artist, she's deeply connected with Mother Earth and her love for all beings shines through everything that she does. Trusting and following her inner guidance is Antonia's key to living a purposeful life. And today we'll be exploring her story, her passion for wisdom wayfinding and her vision for the future. Hello, Antonia, and welcome to Transformational Voices. I'm excited about this conversation, and I want to begin this conversation by talking about your pathway into the work that you do and the gifts that you offer into the world. So I guess going back all the way to, I believe you had a rather unusual childhood yes
1: (laughs) yes i think we will start there um my childhood was quite unconventional in the in the way that i grew up in a buddhist retreat center in germany so i grew up in the middle of bavaria in middle of catholic um, very traditional farmer land with cows next door and everything and uh, I dropped into a very spiritual family. So I grew up in this Buddhist retreat center. And at the same time, my grandparents were students of Satya Sababa. Baba and uh, my father used to be a priest, even in his like beginnings before he met my mother. So I grew up with a whole, I always say like a buffet of spiritual pathways of nationalities. We always had guests from everywhere. We had all ages, all cultures. And as Buddhism is to me, is very open. So it was always, oh, this is my path and everybody else has their own. Yeah, so this was the the, the foundation of me perceiving the world and perceiving the opportunities out there. And at the same time, with the, this notion of there might be several lives, Several lifetimes, and there might be rebirth, and there might there's karma. So whatever I give out comes back. <laughs> um This really, I feel, led me on a path of trusting the signs and really asking for guidance. So even when I was a child, I asked for guidance, and I asked for please send me signs and help me see them and help me act upon them, and. And show me my path, and at the same time every wish, every prayer ended with and may it be to the best of
0: all beings. So when did so you, I always yeah. When did you leave the retreat? You know, so it, did, did you get a sign that it was time to leave that Buddhist retreat?
1: Well, I um, I finished school and then I wanted to uh, study arts, so I went to the other side of Germany to the north to Hamburg. To, and I started studying art and design, which then led to a whole incident of, of uh, guided choices, where I dropped the studies, I started another path, I went to India to study there for half a year. And I started quite early in a collection of professions. So I'm a graphic designer, and I have my MBA in business. And then I I learned about feng shui and about the earth energy. So I went into the Taoist tradition to learn that and become a practitioner and a consultant there. And yeah, and always it, I was always connected to, um, um, or open to perceive all the different influences. And somehow I started weaving them together in my own personal way. Yeah, And then later I went into coaching and it started with life coaching and then more business coaching. <laughs> so everything I learned from the beginning was weaving together quite nicely, I think, to always leading me to the next step and to the next step. And this was in the professional line and as well as in the personal life. Yeah, so I always listened to this inner guidance and somehow I took decisions sometimes that no one would understand. They were like, what? <laughs> and, and, and I just did. And I trusted this. And, um, and in hindsight, I understood a lot. So when I wrote some chapters for collaborative books, I understood, ah, oh, that's how it worked. And then people say, oh, this was so courageous. And I was like, I didn't feel courageous at that time. But for me, it was the natural. Evolution for myself to follow this guidance and to take these steps without understanding why or where it would lead me or where the next step would be.
0: So, when you talk about guidance and signs, you know. Uh, I, I'm just going to sort of dive into that a little bit deeper because often people are saying, "Oh, show me a sign, show me a sign," and they expect a big booming voice or thunder and <laughs> lightning, and yet often that guidance is very subtle. And I'm wondering yes. how you receive that guidance. Um, those signs, I receive it. Mm, I receive it on on multiple
1: multiple ways. Sometimes I ask for it, and I call it. I I I carry a question in my heart. And then I'm, um, I'm relating signs that I see, or hear or feel to this question. Or when I'm going for a walk, and I think about something, and then I suddenly I see um, whatever big bird comes and screams at me, (laughs) like, like once in the mountains, there was an eagle screaming, and then I was like, Okay, what was I thinking? moment that he screamed. So a lot of signs for me come from nature. Or when I'm in a city, it's sometimes really literal signs. They whatever on a on a store or a sticker on a dustbin doesn't matter. And sometimes it's internal. So for example, once I was um, (laughs) it's part of my my personal story, Uh, I had I had finished my, my, um, my uh, marriage, I'd left my husband, we were divorced, we didn't meet for three years. Then I dropped my job. I said, Okay, I want to go somewhere else. I had no idea for one year where I would go. And then there was a moment where I really it was like a scream inside. And there was this one thing like call him now. And I didn't question I called him, I had no idea what to say, because we didn't hadn't spoken for three years. But I knew that my heart was still nudging, like, we need to talk once more. <laughs> we need to talk once more. So I followed this. It was a quite loud internal voice saying, call him now. Um, and it led to us being together ever since, <laughs> which uh, is also 20 years ago now. But what do you for mean? Me, you, actually
0: you actually <clears throat> got back together
1: as a. We got back together three days later. We remarried. Now we have three adult kids, almost adult kids. (laughs) And and we have our second, our second around, I would say in this, uh, in this life. But first I needed to break up. I needed the time with myself because we were so young when we met the first time. Yeah. So it's, it's a whole journey. And what I witness in, in accessing this inner guidance is it's very personal, and sometimes I get it when I write. Sometimes it's in a meditation. Sometimes it's for me a lot in nature, and when I work with people, we always explore different versions to find their way. Because this is this is also <laughs> this is when um, how my new, my latest project was the Wayfinder came in. It's really to guide people to find their way to listen, to hear, to act and to respond to the whispers. Because very often what I witness is we hear it and we we ignore it and then Absolutely. it comes again. Or we want to hear it, again, it and again, again and again and <clears> again,
0: <throat> the big booming voice.
1: <laughs> the big booming voice and what I for myself started really um, making uh, wishes for and really like putting it into my prayers is help me being aware of the subtle signs also for my body like I don't I don't want to need a car crash to be aware that I need to change something right I want to I want to have I don't know maybe a mosquito bite me and then it's like oh what's maybe or whatever or just 10 butterflies at once in my face and I'm like okay what do you want to tell me and then i start maybe journaling or i pull a card or i have a conversation and then i get the next pieces of the message yeah so it's it's something that i personally somehow trained since i was a child um to really be aware of the subtle signs and then relate them to whatever i was thinking a topic that is on my heart a project that i'm Working on, yeah, because they can mean so many things. And it's really about
0: finding what it means for you in this specific moment. So what a gift in wisdom wayfinders to be able to help other people find their wisdom, their signs um, within And I'm going back to, you know, looking at your life path from being brought up on a Buddhist retreat, then um, the graphic design, then going to India, feng shui, um, the artwork. How do you blend all these beautiful gifts together um, and utilize them to help other people transform?
1: Well, I have, I found different ways to blend them and some are just emerging. So I think two years ago, I started a new way of art, and so it's a lot of nature, a lot of symbolism in there. And it's obviously already helping people to heal other people. (laughs) So a friend of mine has it in her practice. And this is something that emerged without me intentionally drawing this picture to do something. Yeah. So it it merged in there and it's a lot of indigenous wisdom in there. It's, It's animal, animal spirit and everything. That's one thing. That is very fresh, and in, um, for example, in the different offers in Wisdom Wayfinder, I have one one um, course which I just finished, and it will be restarted soon. It's called Embrace Your Nature, and it's really guiding um, people with meditations, with contemplation, with exploration to connect with nature and at the same time with their own nature. So it's a lot about listening to what do I really love. What's the you know, how do I connect with the land, with the ancestors? So it's a lot of Earth wisdom, I would say, um, guiding people to connect with their purpose and with what they really want to do. You now, this is one one area. And another area is something that I discovered, <clears throat> I think. Eight years ago, it's called Source Principles by Peter Koenig. And it's a beautiful way it, for me was a big, big aha moment. <laughs> It's a beautiful way to look at our projects, our initiatives and see who initiated it, who has, who holds the vision and within the bigger project, who is, um, who holds the space for the big project and for the projects within, because the moment that we know who is the initiator or the natural author of a project, The moment we know who to ask if we need an intuitive answer, because this person knows. It's like if you write a book and you are the main author, you will know what you want in this book. You will feel and you will have a vision for it. And it might be sometimes not easy to put it into words, but you will feel it. You will have it here. And then, for example, you invite a co-author in and they will know this for their chapter. So the, the so it's the,
0: kind of like getting all the jigsaw puzzles in place and finding what's the central piece and then how does everyone and everything else fit around that to bring it all together Yes it's the central
1: piece and at the same time it's like the moment that you initiate a project you are like you have natural authorship you have the feel for it and I what I what I find in my bigger picture is the more that And in my vision, the more that we step into our uniqueness and follow this inner guidance and are aware of what we are creating, the more we can collaborate because then we can step beyond competition and everybody can do what they love and we can do it together. And then it's, it's, we can stop comparing. We can stop, um, judging ourselves because we are not doing it like the other. Yes, it's
0: that's the best thing we can do. It's not doing it like the other. So truly a wisdom weaver indeed and a visionary heart. So what would you say, Antonia, is some of the most transformational moments in your life? I mean, you've already given us a, 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 <laughs> such an incredible, I mean, it really touches my heart when you say, you, you know, after years, you have this message that you had to call your, your ex-husband. You did, and look, you've been together ever since, back together. That is a, a beautiful moment of uh, following your intuition and guidance. But what have been those big moments of transformation, for you, because there are times in life when we have to sort of step back and is do we bring new things in or do we weave together what we already have, how does it blend, how do we put it out into the world in a new way? so what were some of the most transformational moments for you
1: well on the personal side, it was the the one with with the relationship I would say, and how I chose my profession like how how I stepped from one education into the next yes. and and all the travels and everything. Um, and on the other hand, discovering the source principles. And then later, two years ago, I had a moment where I really felt, as you said, stepping back to forget it was really like burning what I had. It's like the Phoenix really creating ashes and letting go of my old business. <clears throat> And finding what it really is that I want to create, and this is when Wisdom Wayfinder came through. This is when I heard like I felt the earth calling me to share in a course what I otherwise shared in between. like I always shared about how I use crystals and how I put prayers into the rivers and all these things, but it was never in a in a container that people can actually get from me. It was in between the lines. It was in a one on one coaching. And for example, with the source dynamics, I still do the one on one work because it's so specific to to the person and the organization. But there are these things about finding who we are and um, and tapping into this trust of uh, trusting this voice, trusting the whispers. This is a journey that is very personal and very contemplative, so this also works in this in this container where I now put it in, and it took me several months of silence of no meetings of and it was <laughs> it was during our lockdown anyway, so I was here with three kids and the dog very silent retreat um and and yet. It it took me on this journey of okay, it's wisdom wayfinder, it's the source dynamics, and it's also, which is interesting because we started the interview with my childhood, it's also sharing more about my childhood. Because like five years ago I wouldn't people wouldn't know. And then I realized how important it is to share this as well, because it's such an essential part of who I am and how what the roots are for the, the, the basis the, the bed spiritual bed for everything that i do and that i am yeah so it took me several months of of retreating
0: isn't that strange and, and like through. so many people were almost pushed into that retreat um and it's a lovely word isn't it not to you know step back but also retreat yourself nicely um Many people were kind of pushed into that because we live in a culture of do, do, do. I must be doing something. And so people get very anxious and nervous when um, you have to just do nothing. I do remember one of my mentors said, you know, step back, Carol, do nothing. And being... um, you know, A, do a liking action just to be felt so, so uncomfortable, yet the gifts that come from that space to weave it together in a different way. So I'm sure when you work with people and you're saying, step back a bit, retreat, um, they're going, no, I want to do something, do something, do something. And maybe this is where your own wisdom and guidance steps in when you work with groups and individuals that although you're helping them to tap into their own wisdom, I guess your own wisdom is tapping and saying this is how you can help them and this is, you know, you see them in a different way. You see their potential, whereas so many people judge you or look at what's wrong. Um, I've always seen with your art and the way you speak, it's about, you know, seeing the potential in people so they rise like that phoenix or they, they blossom into the the flowers, the blooms that they really are. Perhaps you can share maybe an example of uh, a group or some people or a person that you've worked with that you really saw them start to trust their own inner guidance and shifts in in magnificent ways.
1: Um, Well, I have one recent one, which it's a short story, but it's beautiful. It's uh, a participant from Embrace Your Nature. She started communicating with plants. So they start talking to her (laughs) and she was like, like they call her into the garden or they tell her when there's enough water. And it was definitely not something that I intended, but it happened for her. Yeah. And it's, it's a gift that happened for her. Um, in the more, more business related area. I have a lot of, um, like founders, and specifically one who, who managed to really step back into this role of the visionary and be okay with sharing what they intuitively feel with their team. Because this also takes courage. Yes. We are in, in such a logical world and to invite your team to trust your intuition as well takes courage. And then there was a big meeting, and then she came out of it, and she messaged me. She was like, "Oh, it was, like it, it went well, and everybody was happy, and the tension w- was gone." And <clears throat> and these moments are really um, uh, so precious because it's it's something that I open, and I'm I have a talent to ask the questions that open the perspective for the person to see a new way or see a new possibility or dare to do it differently or see it differently so the first it's very often it's dare to think differently and then maybe we dare to speak differently and then we dare to do it differently and yeah so it's it's um it's a beautiful Or one talk I gave, and and uh, afterwards there were so many questions. And then years later, they'd tell me, "Oh, you remember? You told me this, and now everything's different, and my team is different, and and
0: I apply it ever since, and I mention it to all my clients." Isn't uh, it uh, planting seeds and, as you said, opening new doors from maybe? Particularly in business, that left brain, it needs to be logical, it needs to be this. And sharing with people and allowing them to open themselves up, as you said. You know, you never used to share your childhood. And yet that's a very important part of who you are. It forms the foundation of who you are. Um, you know, and I, I think we tend to judge ourselves as, oh, maybe people won't like that and then when you get to that stage of embracing all of who you are the intuitive side the logical side the uh you know nature side it opens up um people other people's perspective of you in a new way but it also opens you up to be more of who you are and less of who you're not so i love the fact that Definitely. you're you know sprinkling um you know so many seeds and lighting up so many candles to highlight people's way as a, a a wisdom wayfinder indeed so how do people get to work with you uh, antonia how do they find out more so
1: to find me the easiest way is to to go to my link tree antonia daniek or find me on instagram or facebook it's always my name and on instagram it's also wisdom wayfinder it's in the beginnings of the academy but it's growing and um there, there there are the courses and there are also always new things coming up so there's a link as well to a free ebook with a meditation to experience my voice and and nature in this way and yeah and then just follow along because there's a lot emerging at the moment
0: oh well thank you so much what a nourishing conversation from a visionary heart and a wisdom wayfinder Thank you so much, Antonia.
1: Thank you, Carol.
0: Thank you for tuning into this episode. We're delighted to be sharing transformational voices with you and opening the door to new perspectives. For more inspiration, check out the link on our website at atl-europe.com, where you'll also find the book, Transformation Lessons. If you've enjoyed this episode, Then help us reach and transform even more lives with a share, like, or a view. And remember, together we rise.